0: This is another one where I think that you know, a lot of people don't realize kind of what it was and what we, you know, what it really was compared to what we see on TV. Um, One of the big ones that I always looked at was we looked at you know the the uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz. Great movie, amazing movie. Um, It's considered a classic, but if you actually look down, look at the real man, uh, Robert Stroud, who was the Birdman was horrible. He was a complete coot. Uh, He spent most of his life naked and covered in bird shit. Uh, There's nothing really that amazing about him. And most of the things he found, most of the supposed uh, cures and things that he did for the birds to be able to help them and the scientific stuff he did was all complete bullshit. It was all wrong. It was found to be So he's one that, you know, is definitely interesting. Um, The escapes from Alcatraz, I'm going to go over those a little bit. But before I really get to the escapes um, or attempted escapes, um, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, some of the facts about Alcatraz, um, you know, the history of it and everything else that a lot of people probably don't know about. Um, There's the escapes, like I said, that's what most people know. They know the escapes. interesting things about it. uh, Spanish explorers discovered Alcatraz in 1775. They named it La Isla de los Alcatraz, which means Island of the Pelicans. Prisoners later called it the Rock. So Alcatraz Island literally translates to Pelican Island. Pelican. So that's what Alcatraz is. It's Pelican. Um, In 1850, President Millard Fillmore reserved Alcatraz Island for military use. A fortress was built on it, and about 100 cannons were placed around the island to protect San Francisco Bay. Um, The largest group of Native Americans imprisoned in Alcatraz was 19 Hopi hostiles. They were imprisoned because they refused to farm the way the U.S. government wanted them to. They also opposed forced education in government boarding schools, which that's something we should definitely go down sometime to talk about the forced education in the government boarding schools for the Native Americans and what our government— did to the Native Americans. Wow. Horrible. Horrible stuff there. Um, there's an Escape from Alcatraz marathon held every year to show it is possible to escape. Um, it includes a one and a half mile swim to San Francisco an eight mile bike ride and eight mile run. I have tried to get in on this. Um, the Escape from Alcatraz, it's a lottery because only a certain amount of people can get into it. Um, and if you win the lottery to be able to even sign up, it's 700 In inmate John Paul Scott covered himself in lard, squeezed through a window, and swam to shore. Police later found him at the foot of the Golden Gate Bridge, unconscious and suffering from hypothermies. The only known person who escaped Alcatraz alive. That's been proven. So, he did escape Alcatraz alive. Um, John Paul Scott went to Alcatraz Island in 1959 with was prison number AZ-1403. sentenced to 50 years. While working on culinary duty in a storage room below the kitchen, the two bent bars of a window in the terrain of a cell block climbed on a rope and made it to the water. They then attempted to float to San Francisco shore, a distance of 1.4 miles. For that purpose, they made water wings from stolen rubber gloves, which they blew up. The escape was noticed at 5.47 a.m. Parker had to give up after a short time because he had broken his ankle during the escape. He was recaptured 20 minutes after the escape was discovered. On the rock formation, the Alcatraz Coast Guard was searching the bay, they failed to find Scott. At 7.40 a.m., the Presidio Military Police got a call from one of the four teenagers who had found an unconscious man at Fort Point beneath the Golden Gate Bridge. The man proved to be John Paul Scott, suffering from hypothermia and exhaustion. Apparently, he'd been carried by the ebbing tide to this location, approximately three miles from Alcatraz. After recovering the Letterman General Hospital, It seemed impossible to escape from Alcatraz by swimming. The seasonal water temperature in the bay is about 53 degrees Fahrenheit in December, and the current can exceed six knots. So, citing these facts, as well as radio sharp rocks and occasional visits from Great White Sharps, prison officers had discouraged most escape attempts. And see, that's what a lot of people don't realize. That a lot of the stuff, the reasons, and we'll talk about a few of them, the reasons why people didn't escape was because of the beliefs that had been put into their brain of why they couldn't escape, why it was impossible to escape. You know, but you know, he proved, John Paul Scott proved you could make it to the other side of al- the side alive. He was unconscious and hypothermic, but he made it. So it's possible. So we'll talk about that. So one of the most notorious prisoners, Oktraz was a famous gangster. Al Capone, who spent four and a half years there in the thirties. Um, he was known to play the banjo during his time there and visitors today claim they can still hear his music echo through the prison. Um, Al Capone though when he was there, a lot of people most of the things that I've read about him being there and during that time, um, he was so screwed up with syphilis, he was a he was a not even a shadow of the Al Capone that everyone remembered. I mean, he was just he was there. So, just there. I mean syphilis had In 1921, Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary added added a hospital, mess hall, additional cells, and other buildings. At the time, it was the world's largest recorded concrete building. According to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, Alcatraz usually held 260 to 275 prisoners, which was less than 1% of the entire federal inmate population, and it had a a holding capacity of 336. It held a lot less prisoners because it was supposed to be the worst of the worst, um, which will research, you find out that really wasn't true. It was pretty much people no one wanted to deal with. So, during its 30 years in operations as a federal prison, Alcatraz held a total of 1,576 men. There were no women prisoners at Alcatraz. There was also no female guards or administrators. Uh, Alcatraz was mainly for prisoners who were troublemakers at other prisons. Usually an inmate would spend 6 to 8 years at Alcatraz before he was reformed enough to be sent back to his own prison. typical Alcatraz inmate had a sentence of 20 25 years to serve in an Area, Alcatraz boasts over 1 million Tourists annually, making it one of San Francisco's most popular tourist attractions It's the only reason I Would ever want to go to Frisco The only reason, I've only been to San Francisco once, literally I landed in the plane Got off the plane, went to like The the job site I had to go to Spent 3 hours there and got back on a plane And got the hell out Um, It's just not was a m- military prison from 1861 to 1865 where it held Confederate sympathizers, those accused of treason during the, wo- the, the Civil War, and rebellious Native Americans, and made population continued to increase during the Spanish-American War. In 1969, a group of about 100 Native American activists, led by Mohawk Richard Oakes, occupied Alcatraz. America's Devil Island after a French high-security prison in South America. Alcatraz was also known as A Rock because it sits on a rocky 12-acre sandstone island. When William Henry Ambrose was paroled in I- July of 1935, he reported the inhuman treatment of prisoners at Alcatraz. He said that the strict rule of silence and the daily monotony created intense feelings of isolation and hopelessness. And that's one thing we're going to talk about a little bit with what they did to people in Alcatraz. It wasn't horrible, horrible, beaten, Else, it was just silence, isolation, and monotony. Alcatraz prisoners, as well as uh, as officers and their families, grew gardens while stationed on the island. The hardy plants have survived decades of neglect after the prison closed. Rehabilitated in 2003, the gardens are now known as the Gardens of Alcatraz and symbolize the importance of gardening to the human spirit. So there's a bunch of this. a lot of famous people that went there, a lot of famous, you know, inmates, stuff like that. Um, Like I said, I want to go over the history a little bit. possible actual successful escapes um, but we don't know we don't know possible we don't know for sure um, it's just thought that they were And like I said there is the one that I already mentioned where the guy did make it to land he just got caught right away so so Alcatraz Island um, has a many layered history it was a civil war fortress military prison then a federal prison then it was a bird sanctuary sanctuary first lighthouse on the west coast. Uh, the birthplace of the American Indian Red Power Movement. So those are just a few of the, the things that the rock has in its history. Um, it's designated now as a National Historic Landmark for a significant contribution to the nation's history. So um, A lot of different things have happened there. So there was the military period. So Alcatraz was declared a military reservation by President Millard Fillmore, like I mentioned earlier. By by 1859, troops were permanently garrisoned at the post on Alcatraz for the defense of the Bay Area. So, there's a lot of history there. um, So, the military history of Alcatraz was from 1850 to 1934. um, And that's about how long they were there. The prison From 1934 to 1963. So, Alcatraz is most famous for the 29 years it operated as a U.S. penitentiary. Like I said, during this complex period, over 1,500 people were incarcerated. Um, 1969 to 71, it was, you know, occupied by Native Americans that laid claim to it, and they occupied it for 19 months, which is kind of cool. It's one of those things, you know. whole other thing. I think I could almost do a whole other episode just talking about what they were doing there and the, the reasoning behind that. And I think at some point me and Big D should do an episode where we'll talk about what this country has done to the Native Americans. But I think in a lot of ways that could be a long episode because um, some of the atrocities this country one Colonel Albert Sidney Johnson said, I've heard foolish talk about an attempt to seize the strongholds of government under my charge. Knowing this I have prepared for emergencies and will defend the property of the United States with every resource at my command with the last drop of blood in my body. Tell that to our southern friends. So this was one of those things where they, you know it was a union. You know, obviously. So and with these fiery words Johnston deflated Confederate sympathizers, hopes that he would help them overtake the San Francisco Bay defenses and bring California into the Confederacy. Um, Though a Southerner by birth, Johnston sent 10,000 muskets and 150,000 cartridges of ammunition to Alcatraz Island, the primary union defense post of the bay. Fortress Alcatraz was preparing for battle. Nobody attacked the rugged island fortress during the Civil War, and the weapons became obsolete. However, Alcatraz Island was well-suited geographically Graphically to incarcerate a growing number of military prisoners and some unusual civilian convicts. For thousands of years before the Civil War, Alcatraz was a rugged rock inhabited by seabirds. Spanish explorer. shortened, angelicized and attributed to what we call Alcatraz Island today. Gold was discovered along the American River in 1848 and California was changed forever. The land formerly belonged to Spain and then to Mexico was claimed as the United States territory. As word of vast riches in California spread, quick hundreds of ships filled with gold seekers from around the world arrived in San Francisco Bay. San Francisco's population exploded from thr- 300 to 30,000 San Francisco is a center of world attention. Uh, United States government needed to pro- protect the island and its minerals resources from seizure by other countries. And of the bluff. Alcatraz was completed first and became the most powerful of all Pacific Coast defenses. So, yeah. Nature seems to have provided a redoubt for this purpose in the shape of Alcatraz Island. Situated abreast the entrance directly in the middle of the inner harbor, it covers with its fire the whole of the interior space lying between Angel Island to the north, San Francisco to the south, and the outer batteries to the west. A vessel passing directly to San Francisco must pass with topography of Alcatraz was incorporated in the defense plan of the island, blasting at the rock and laying brick and stone. Uh, laborers created steep walls along the around the island. Behind the walls, smooth-bore columbides were placed at the north, south, and west sides to fight gunfire at incoming enemy ships. Eventually, 111 cannons almost encircled the island. And the gun batteries were named for prominent Civil War Union officers, north and south. Campaigners, masonry, t- smaller howitzers to protect the sides of the island. Crowning the island near the lighthouse was a defensive barracks called the Citadel. So the Citadel was the final defense of the island wa- was attacked, constructed of sturdy brick walls with rifle-slit windows. The two upper stories provided living quarters, and the basement rooms were kitchens, dining halls, and storage of food, water, and ammunition. Soldiers entered the Citadel by crossing a drawbridge over a deep, dry moat that surrounded the building. The Citadel could hold month siege within the citadel. Due to the high walls, the island was accessible only from the dock. From the dock to the citadel, attackers had to get through the guardhouse. The guardhouse had howitzers aimed toward the dock from each side and rifle sets for shooting enemies at close range. A dry moat and a drawbridge and heavy iron-studded wooden doors blocked the road and prevented attackers from reaching the rest of the island. Work progressed slowly on the fort. Finding laborers was difficult because newcomers to California were more interested in acquiring wealth quality building materials were hard to find. Many batches of brick were rejected before the city was built. Sandstone was quarried on nearby Angel Island, but much of the granite was imported from China. By December 1859, the fort was ready. Captain Joseph Stewart, 86 men of Company H, 3rd U.S. Artillery, took command of Alcatraz Island. During the Civil War, the port on Alcatraz took on a new California's population included both Union and Confederate supporters, and tensions ran high. Colonel Albert Sidney Johnson faithfully did his duty to calm the threat of war locally and protect San Francisco until he resigned his command. After returning to the South, Johnson accepted commission in the Confederate Army and died at the Battle of Shiloh. Johnson's replacement immediately ordered all military forces around San Francisco Bay to be on full alert with many new enlistees. Uh, the military personnel and by the end of April 1861, new troops arrived, underwent training, and departed for other assignments, some to battlefields on East post. The first threat to California security occurred in March 1863. The government learned that a group of Confederate sympathizers planned to overtake San Francisco Bay. The plan was to arm their schooner, the J.M. Chapman, after a steamship, which would raid commerce in the Pacific, they wanted to blockade the harbor and lay siege to the ports. The confederates' plans were thwarted when their first, all uh, right, their ship captain bragged about the scheme in a tavern. On the night the Chapman was to sail, the U.S. Navy seized the ship and arrested the crew. The Chapman was towed to Alcatraz, where an inspection revealed cannons, ammunition, supplies, and fifteen men hiding. One of these men, a prominent San Franciscan, had papers signed by and the Confederate Navy as a reward for his daring plot. Rather than becoming Confederate heroes, the three ringleaders were arrested as traitors. They were confined in the Alcatraz guardhouse basement during the investigation. After a quick trial conviction for treason, they were later spared 10 years imprisonment on Alcatraz by a pardon from President Lincoln. The Unionists in San Francisco were shocked by the incident and feared... history to Alcatraz. It's just fascinating. So, uh, October 1863, an unidentified armed ship entered the San Francisco Bay. Because there was no wind, the flag hung limp, and men in rowboats towed the ship. The ship did not head toward the San Francisco docks. Instead, it traveled toward Angel Island to the North Bay, toward the Army arsenal and the Navy shipyard. The commanding officer at Alcatraz had a duty to ensure that no hostile foreign warship entered the bay. Captain William Winder ordered the Alcatraz artillery to signal for the ship to stop. The rowboats continued pulling the ship. Winder then ordered his men to fire an empty shell toward the bow of the ship. A challenge to submit to the local authority. The ship halted and responded with gunfire, which Winder confirmed was a 21-gun salute. Through the smoke, the Alcatraz troops could finally see the British flag waving on the HMS Sutledge, flagship of Admiral John Kington. Alcatraz responded with a return salute. Soon messages were ex- exchanged for King Cum wrote that he was displeased at his reception in San Francisco. Captain Winder explained his actions by saying the ship's direction was so unusual, it deemed it my duty to bring her to and ascertain her character. The U.S. commander of the Department of the Pacific supported Winder and implied that King Cum had ignored the established procedures for entering a foreign port during war. Winder later received a letter of gentle reminder to act cautiously. Some San Franciscans thought Winder may have saved the day considering Britain favored the Confederacy. There's a lot of people I don't think know but that Britain was for the Confederacy. Uh, Captain Winder found himself in an awkward situation the next summer when he authorized commercial photographers Bradley and Rolofson to take photos of Fort Aquitaz. Prints of the 50 photos was to be sold to the public to offset the photographer's expenses. The War Department Secretary of War ordered all the prints and negatives to be confiscated as a threat to national security. Later, Captain Winder humbly requested a transfer to Point San Jose, a small defense post on the mainland. So as the Civil War lingered on and the Union seemed likely to win, the U.S. Army was willing to devote more resources to the Pacific coast. In 1864, the first 15-inch Rodmans were mounted on Alcatraz. After the war ended, noted photographer Edward Muybridge was allowed to pr- photograph neatly dressed military personnel posts National soldiers' quarters called a bomb called a bomb proof barracks were approved. The two-tiered brick ca- casemate building would hold twenty-two cannon to guard the dock, the upper tier would house five hundred men, and the lower tier would hold four months of provisions. Excavation excavation began in eighteen sixty-five, but because of lack of funds and obsolete design, only one tier of casemates was Bore cannon were obsolete. New rifle board artillery had a longer range and were more accurate and powerful against masonry forts. As a signaling the end of an era, the Alcatraz gun batteries fired the official morning salute during San Francisco's honorary funeral possession of President Lincoln. The old guns were gradually removed from Alcatraz by 1891. There were only seven cannon mounted out of the original 111. The island endured another topography change as new low profile earthworks designed new h- defenses which could withstand the impact of rifle projectiles. Cliffs behind the old gun batteries were cut down, and rock was dumped in front of the walls. Pairs of Rodman Cannon were separated by traverses. Rocky hills covered with dirt and grass. The traverses contained powdered magazines and tunnels to allow access to ammunition and other gun emplacements Only initial excavation work was completed for the earthwork batteries, but some of the imported import- soil was used for flower gardens, same time, the Southland Line was between the military parade now. In July 1876, San Francisco celebrated the centennial of the United States by demonstrating military prowess. Cavalry and infantry units performed maneuvers on the mainland, followed by a staged battle over the bay. All army force and navy warships would shoot at a flag, on line point, and at an old schooner loaded with explosives. The crowds gathered on the San Francisco hills in anticipation of impressive gunfire fire. To The exposures proved anti-climactic. Inspectors a military personnel realized the defense of San Francisco Bay were inadequate. So I think that's always funny, and this is I love it when stuff like that happens, where they think that this is going to be this amazing show and show how amazing we are, or how amazing the the forces are, it's a huge centennial celebration, and it really came to show. months later, Alcatraz received Private Matthew Halen, an insane man delivered for confinement and safekeeping. Soon Fort Point and the Presidio sent their deserters, escapees, thieves and drunkards to Alcatraz, which was more secure than their garrison stockades. In 1861, Alcatraz was officially designated the military prison for the Department of the Pacific. During the Civil War, Alcatraz imprisoned local civilians arrested for treason. And the Confederates from the Chapman joined in the Guard house. The chairman of the California Democratic Committee was arrested and sent to Alcatraz after making an incendiary speech during the 1864 presidential campaign. He was after released after posting bond and swearing an oath of allegiance to the Union. The number of prisons continued to increase. When the howitzer rooms of the guardhouse were filled with prisoners, Alcatraz needed a more suitable prison facility. A temporary wooden prison was built in Were imprisoned to Alcatraz after troubles with the U.S. government during westward expansion in the late 1800s. Some were the Army's own Indian scouts who were convicted of mutiny. The Army sent to P- uh, you know how I am named, Piyote. Of their their group were hanged, but President Ulysses S. Grant spared these two young men and sent them to Alcatraz. Broncho died of disease on Alcatraz, and Slow Luck. these Hopi village leaders were involved in land disputes with the government and they refused to comply with a mandatory government education program for their children. Besides sawing large logs on outcrops, some of the ho- Hopis were given tours of San Francisco Public Schools so that they can see the harmless of the multiplication table, according to a San Francisco newspaper. The Hopis were released after they pledged to cease interference with the plans of the government for the civilization soldiers returned with contagious tropical diseases and all local hospitals including, including alcatrazes, were filled with convalescent patients many other soldiers returned as prisoners traps and oil lantern fire almost destroyed lower prison in 1902, and prisoner arsonist George Firebug Bender wanted to burn down upper prison. During the 1906 earthquake and fire, chaos in San Francisco, a firestorm approaching the city jail. Officials evacuated The Army finally acknowledged that the future of Alcatraz was as a prison and not a defensive site. Major Reuben Turner, a talented construction engineer, quickly began an ambitious building project. Army prisoners tore down the upper citadel and built a huge cell house over the citadel basement and moat. The cell house complex included four cell blocks with a total of 600 cells, a kitchen, dining hall, hospital, recreation yard, and administrative offices. also supervised construction of a power plant which produced electricity and steam heat for the island. Uh, became U.S. disciplinary barracks, the Army soon realized that this huge prison complex did not portray an image of military obedience and loyalty. In 1950, the island was renamed the Pacific Branch U.S. disciplinary barracks. And new emphasis was put on education and rehabilitation. The prisoners attended military training, remedial education, and vocational training. Many were restored to full duty after their sentence to served, although some were issued a dishonorable discharge. The public approval of the Army's prison resulted in new landscaping projects in the island. Some prisoners were trained as gardeners and planted lawns of program bluegrass as well as roses. Sweet peas and the Prisoners were locked in their cells only at night and spent their days going to work, classes, and recreation. The work assignments varied according to how reasonable the prisoners were. Some prisoners were house servants and the babysitters for the army officers' families. Others crushed rock in the quarry on Alcatraz. Punishment for disobedience meant being locked in prison solitary confinement cells or being chained to iron rings in Citadel below. Naturally, some prisoners. because Institution and the magnified within its walls reflect our society during that era. Um, it was a collaborative effort of Attorney General Homer Cummings and Director of Bureau of Prisons Sanford Bates. They produced a high-profile prison that represented the Justice Department's response to fears around public safety and organized crime. Official sought to create a new, unique prison for those deemed difficult to incarcerate elsewhere in the federal prison system. A remote site was sought, one that would prohibit with the outside world by those confined within its walls. Although land in Alaska was being considered the availability of Alcatraz Island conveniently coincided with the government's perceived need for high-security prison. Having taken possession of the former Army prison and having circumvented the San Francisco citizens who were concerned with the prospect of a high-security federal prison in the near vicinity, the Bureau of Prisons set about selecting a businessman and prison, man prison administrator with 12 years of experience, the California Department of Corrections, James A. Johnson was be that man. And Johnson had retired at the time of his appointment by the Department of Justice and his, its acceptance resulted in his serving as warden of for the next 14 years. Classified as a concentration model where difficult to manage prisoners from other institutions would be concentrated under one roof Alcatraz served as an experiment. Segregation on this scale had not before been practiced and only time would indicate success or failure. Warren Johnson and the second director of the Bureau of Prisons, James V. Bennett, were both leaders in the field of penology. The model they developed on, on Alcatraz would later serve as a blueprint for this high-security federal prison located in mm-hmm. Illinois. So this was an experiment and a very successful, swim to land because it was too many obstacles. The, the island isn't as big as most people think it is. Um, the island is only, I think, 440 feet by 600 or something like that. It's only 12, 12 acres. It's very small. Very small island. Um, and let's see. A couple things on it. So, how big was the average cell? Five by nine. So, each cell in the actress had a small sink with cold running water small cl- sleeping cot and a toilet most men can extend their arms and touch each wall within their cell the cells in d block where the toilet segregation were more spacious but still the least popular and d block inmates were confined to their cells 24 hours per day with the exception of one visit per week to the recreation yard and those visits were alone so d block is where you went if you were segregated where you did things 36 segregation cells and 6 solitary confinement cells um, in B block Two cells on the end of C-block were used as restrooms for the guard staff. Cells in A-block only used for a few times for rare short-term loss. staff. So at any given time, there were about 300 civilians living on Alcatraz Island. They had an actual little place to stay. There was a little town where the guards' families lived. So, yeah. There was three apartment buildings, one large duplex, and four large wooden houses for senior officers. Families enjoyed their own bowling alley, small convenience store, and soda fountain shop for the younger island residents. Families mostly did most of their shopping on the boat made 12 scheduled runs to the Van Ness street pier each day. The warden lived in a large house adjacent to the cell house and actually used inmates with good conduct records for cleaning and cooking. Um, So, inmates had actually said nice things. So, William Radke, who shared a cell next to Machine Gun Kelly, indicating that having your own cell was a great advantage. dislike the most, and this is one of the things I hear a lot. The common theme expressed by most inmates was a rule of silence, which, discom- which was discontinued in the late 1930s. In the early years of Alcatraz, inmates were not allowed to talk to one another except during meals and recreation periods. Some inmates commonly emptied out the water from their toilets and created a primitive communication system through the sewage piping. This rule was considered harsh, and inmates with window views were more popular since they tend to be warmer than their ground level cells. So it was very cold, and they didn't get a talk, which is very weird. So, uh, Alcatraz did not have any uh, execution facilities. Um, the on the island, there were eight people murdered by inmates on Alcatraz. Five men com- committed suicide, and 15 died from natural illnesses. The island also boasted its own... of mates were brought back to the mainland and released to the San Francisco County corner. Um, usually uh, the highest number ever recorded of prisoners was 302 and the lowest 202 222. Um, how many escaped? That's what we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, and that's one thing too. I Below A Block was a set of cells that were known as the Spanish Dungeon. These cells had been used primarily during the military prison era in the late 1930s. It is alleged that the dungeon cells were occasionally used for unmanageable inmates. Many correctional officers have agreed that they had heard or were aware that some extremely unmanageable inmates were handcuffed to bars in the dungeons for a short periods of time. A Block was used frequently as a segregation unit before D Block had undergone the transformation. transformation into a lot of weird facts. I mean, this is one thing. I mean, if you ever get a chance, definitely go down the rabbit hole, look into this one. I'm I'm definitely not done. Um, Like I said, no confirmed except for the one guy that made it across. Like I said, um, John Paul Scott made it. Um, there's been many. Th- there's actually, like I said, a race where you can they drop you off from a boat about a hundred feet from the island, and you swim swim to the, the land. There was a nine-year-old about two years ago, I think, that swam from the mainland to the island and back in about two hours. So it is possible. The other big thing that they told a lot of people why people wouldn't es- try to escape is that they told people. To escape, that it was impossible. So the, the water was too cold. That it could, you know, exceed six knots in you know direction. So if you jump, if you didn't go in the right time, it would pretty much be impossible. But if you knew the timing of the tide, it was very doable. Um, and then the great whites, that there's all these sharks that circle the bay, and just you have to watch out. The great white sharks are gonna kill you. Getcha, um, complete bull, complete bull. So, um, there are great white sharks near San Francisco, um, and San Francisco sits in the middle of the so-called Red Triangle, where around forty percent of the country, the United States, great white shark attacks have taken place. Um, the Red Triangle starts in. population of Great White Sharks close to, you know, on Islands and Monterey Bay, they rarely enter San Francisco Bay itself. Um, there have been Great whites Spotted close to Alcatraz Island. Um, a few years ago, a David McGuire of the non-profit organization Shark Steward saw a mature male Great White swimming beneath hundreds of swimmers during the famous escape from Alcatraz Swim. Despite that, Great White Shark sighting doesn't happen very often. There's a lot of different sh- shark species—eleven different ones, um, around eleven different ones—that uh, share the region with some 880,000 people. There's an occasional shark attack, but in the past 100 years or so, there've only been a few attacks. The most severe of which happened close to San Francisco, but not in the bay itself. So they prefer the water outside the bay. So historically, there have been just five attacks. Um, and that one's not even really compir- confirmed. That is which, well like I said, we will talk about in a bit when the, the, during the escape. There is supposedly people that have said that one of the escapees did make it and the other two were eaten by sharks, according to him, but who knows. So, um, so there's been a few. So shark attacks in San Francisco are infrequent and those that do occur usually take place outside the ground recent fatal shark attack to take place near San Francisco happened in Lisa State. around for some two and a half hours while they struggle to wear lid in, Once close enough, the fishermen cut the lines at the shark so there They have been seen, but they're Six inmates that you know put the escape-proof you know moniker of Alcatraz to the test. So, of those convicts, twenty-three were captured, six were shot to death at two down. The other five went missing and were presumed drowned. So, and like I said, we will finish this off talking about the escape attempts. So, and finishing it with the most famous. So, April 27, nineteen thirty-six, the first attempt to escape the prison was made. April twenty-seventh, nineteen by Joseph Bowers. He was assigned the duty of burning trash at the incinerator. He was working burning garbage at the island's incinerator during the duty hours when he suddenly ran and began scaling a chain link fence at the edge of the island in an apparent attempt to make for the shore. He's caught in this act and refused orders to of the correction officer located at the West Road Guard Tower to come down. He was shot. He was seriously injured from. Some of these, they say, like even with Bowers, that it wasn't really an attempt; it was more just suicide by guard because they couldn't handle being there. Because the silence, the silence yeah. is what killed them. Just drove people mad. So, December sixteenth, thir- nineteen thirty-seven, Theodore Cole and Ralph Rowe had gradually filed through iron bars in their prison's mat shop in the industry's building and escaped on. Un- Silver weather conditions of time have led to consensus, consensus that they drowned in the bay and their bodies were swept out to sea by the strong current. However, they were listed as number one and number two on the FBI most wanted list. So, that's the first ones that may have escaped. They jumped out in the water were never seen again. Uh, Rufus Franklin, Thomas R. Limerick, in thir- May 23, 1938, and jo- James C. Lucas, Arthur Doc Barker, of the you know, Ma Barker game, William Martin, Rufus McCain, Henry Young, and Dale Sample were inmates of the prison, supposedly most secure unit, D-block, and they managed to escape the cell house and reach the Alcatraz shore on the night of January 13, 1939. As they were putting a makeshift raft together, they were spotted and fired off by a guard in a watchtower. Barker was killed, Sample was wounded, and the others were sent to solitary. 1941. Kretzer, Sam Shockley, Arnold Kyle, and Loyal Barkdahl were working in the Industries area where they pumped the gar- jumped the guards on duty and attempted to saw through the window bars to reach the shore. The tool bars spoiled the attempt and they surrendered when this became apparent. Both Kretzer and Shockley would try to escape again in the Battle of Alcatraz, which is a whole nother one I could go on for a while on that one. Uh, John Richard Bayless was working on the gar- garbage detail and managed to elude the guards and reach the Alcatraz shore. He jumped in Garland Hamilton um, and Fred John Hunter on April 14th, 1943, managed to cut window bars in the industry's building's mat shop without being noticed. They assembled four cans that contained Army uniforms that could serve as rotation devices. They then overpowered two guards and bound and gagged them, then escaped out the window, leaving behind two of the four cans. One of the overpowered guards managed to get his whistle loose, and the other managed to slip his gag and blow his the first guard's whistle. Borman was hit by gun fr- gunfire and floated in the water unconscious, supported by Breast. As a prison launch picked up Breast, he let go of Borman, who sank beneath the surface. Borman's body was never recovered. Hunter, who had injured his back and hands in the escape attempt, gave up on swimming and sought refuge in an Similarly sunk, but had actually been hiding in the same cave as Hunter, hiding in a pile of discarded tires. Two days later, he climbed back up the cliff and through the same window from which he jumped, um, then hid under a pile of material in the storeroom. He was found the next morning. 43, her and Ted Walters, who was serving a sentence of 30 years for robbery, assault, and auto theft, noticed that on weekends, fewer guards were on duty and their attention tended to be focused on the recreation yard. On Saturday, August 7th, he of the New Industries building where he was working in the laundry. His plan was cut through the two security fences that separated him from Freedom, make his way in the water, and swim the 1.4 miles to San Francisco. His plan went sideways early. The contraband wire cutters failed him, so he had to climb both fences, which cost him valuable time. Then he fell from the second fence onto rocks, and then he his back. Although he made it to the island shoreline, he could go no further and was picked up by Captain Hill driver's Henry Weinhold and associate 31st, 1945, John K. Giles, a prisoner working at Alcatraz Wharf, managed to assemble a U.S. Army ten- when a failed attempt by six prisoners led to the Battle of Alcatraz, also known as Alcatraz Blastout. It was carried out by six prisoners, Bernard Corey, Joseph Kretzer, Sam Shockley, Clarence Carnes, Marvin Hubbard, and Mirren Thompson. They daringly took control of the cell house by overpowering correctional officers and were able to enter the weapons room and obtain the keys to the recreation yard door. Their aim was to escape by boat from the dock, but when they failed to obtain the keys to the outside door, they decided to battle it out. In the fight ensued, they managed to two correctional officers hostage whom they eventually killed and then prompted by Shockley and Thompson. Kretzscher shot the hostages at very close range. One of the guards, William Miller, succumbed to his injuries while he his second guard. Harold sites was also killed in the cell house by friendly fire from outside. So, although Shockley, Thompson, and Carnes returned to their cells, the other three, Corey, Hetzer and Hubbard, persisted with their fight. The U.S. Marines intervened, um, and it all went to hell from there for them. So there's a bunch of Wilson disappeared from his job at the dock on July 23, 1956, but was discovered after hiding for 12 hours among the log- large rocks along on the shoreline after giving up on his plan to make a raft out of driftwood. September 29, 1958, Aaron Burgett and Clyde, jo- Clyde Johnson were working on the garbage detail when they overpowered a guard, both jumped in the water trying to swim off the island. The two men attempted to use inflated plastic bags as flotation devices, and Burgett tied wooden boards to his feet to serve as swim fins launched intercepted Johnson, but Bridget disappeared. He perished in an attempt, and his body was found floating in the bay near Alcatraz two weeks later. Um, yeah. We mentioned John Paul Scott on December 16, 1962. Um, the one that I just mentioned too, the the guy that we're going to go into and we're going to go a little bit into, you know, a little longer than normal, but I love this one, so we're going to talk about this, the one, the most famous, June 11th, 1962, this is the one that the movie was made off of, and it got some things right, but as in most things, it wasn't completely right, so, and this is one of those ones, you know, Clint Eastwood, everyone else, so it, it was pretty, pretty interesting, probably going to be Frank Morris, Don England and Clarence because they're the ones that possibly escaped. So Frank Morris, who was, I believe it was Frank that was played by Clint Eastwood, arrived at Alcatraz in January 1960 after convictions for bank robbery, burglary, and other crimes and repeated attempts to escape various prisons. Not just att- attempts, he had escaped other prisons. Later that year, a convict by the name of Three knew each other from previous since in prison. And assigned to adjoining cells, they began hatching a plan to escape. Morris, known for his intelligence, took the lead in the planning. They were aided by another inmate, Allen West. Most of the things we know about this, we know because of Allen West, because Allen West was part of it. So, on June 12, 1962, the routine early morning bed check turned out to be anything but. Three convicts were not in the cells. This is actually on the FBI website that I'm reading this whole thing from. So this is the FBI's, you know, take on all this. Um, FBI was notified immediately and asked for help. Uh, their office in San Francisco sent leads for offices nationwide to check for any records on the missing prisoners and on their previous escape attempts. All three had made attempts and been successful. Uh, they also interviewed relate relatives of the men and compiled all their event identification records and asked about asked boat operators. was also discovered washed up on Cronkite Beach, but extensive searches did not turn up any other items in the area. So piecing together the plan. As the days went by, the FBI, the Coast Guard, Bureau of Prison Authorities, and others began to find more evidence to piece together the ingenious escape plan. They were aided by inmate Alan West, who didn't make it out of his cell in time and began providing information. And here's what they learned. Each loosened the air vents at the back of their cells by painstakingly drilling closely spaced holes around the cover so the entire section of the wall could be removed. Once through, they hid the holes with whatever they could a suitcase, piece of cardboard, etc. Behind the cells was a common, unguarded utility corridor. They made their way down this corridor and climbed to the roof of their cell block inside the building where they set up a secret workshop. They're taking turns keeping and donated materials to build and hide what they needed to escape. More than 50 raincoats that they stole or gathered were turned into makeshift life preservers in a 6 by 14 foot rubber raft. The seams carefully stitched together and vulcanized by the hot steam pipes in the prison. The idea came from magazines were found in the prisoners' cells. They also built wooden panel paddles and converted a musical instrument into a tool to inflate the raft. At the same time, they were looking for a way out of the building. The ceiling was a good 30 feet. They kept it in place temporarily by fashioning a fake bolt out of soap. So, on the evening of June 11th, they were ready to go. West, though, did not have his ventilator roof, removed and was left behind. The three others got in the corridor, gathered their gear, climbed up and out the ventilator, and got on the prison roof. Then they shimmed down the bakery smoke sack at the rear of the cell house, climbed over the fence, and snuck to the northeast shore of the island. the bay, yes, youngsters have made the more than mile-long swim from Alcatraz Island to Angel Island, but the strong currents of Bridget Bay water, the odds were clearly against them. Three-if uh, by land, the plan, according to our prison informant, was to steal clothes and a car once on land, but m- we never uncovered any thefts like this, despite the whole high-profile na- nature of the case. So that's one of the big things that they say. There was never any stolen cars, there was never any There is no credible evidence emerged that suggests the men were still alive, either in the U.S. or overseas. The, the FBI officially closed the case on this in 1979 and turned over responsibility to the U.S. Mar- Marshal Service, which continues to investigate, unlike the unlikely event, the trio is still alive. So there is thought that they made it. A lot of people think they could have. I- and it's very possible they could have. Very much so. it's very possible it's one of those things that i would love i like i said i definitely want to try the triathlon i want to go try and swim this thing i want to do it just because um but it's possible it could be done it could be was it i don't know there's evidence um that it was uh there's you know some family members that say that you know they they went to the south went to south america and survived like i said there's one family member that says that According to him, two of the guys did die. They were eaten by sharks. Clarence survived the there, who knows. At this point there would be old men and what would be the point in catching them except for to find out what really happened. Um, definitely go down the rabbit hole look at those. Like I said, the, uh, the Battle of Alcatraz is an amazing one to do. Also lo- look into that escape and some of the just fascinating things these guys did to escape. I mean, I just kind of glossed over it, but I want you guys to go research it. Check it out. It's fascinating. I love this kind of history stuff. So, like I've said in the past, send me a message. Mr. underscore B underscore 666 on Instagram for with what you want to hear, what other things you want to hear about, or send us an email down the RH at protonmail.com. Check us out at NWCZ radio on Sunday nights. Check us out on wherever you can find, you know, uh, your podcasts like this one or on the fringe radio network, um, which is another one that's amazing show. You find our show and a bunch of others. So thank you all for listening.